Hey everybody, welcome back to Welcome. Two Moose and a Mic. Two Moose and a motherfucking mic. Sitting right in front of us. Hell yeah. What's... Both of us, both mooks. Yeah. And one mic. Yeah, and a few more mooks. They're not, moves, they're not yeah. the host mooks, but I, yeah. I'd give them the I'd give them the title of mooks. So we got Chris here. Of course. It's host me. Chris. What's going on? Co-host Johnny. Co-host Johnny, here we are. And we got uh we got a returning face or voice, I guess, because you can't really see him, but mm. we got Devin. What's going on, buddy? Ah, it's good. Nice to be back. Oh yeah. Good oh, to have yeah. you back. And we got we got a new uh voice in the uh, in the pod today, and that is Hello, my name is Sean. Welcome, buddy. First time podcast and intendee. Intendee. I feel like it's attendee, but yeah. you know what? Potato potato. We Same intended thing. to have you on today, so we'll go with that. Hell yeah. Happy to be here. Yeah. Good to have you, Sean. So we, uh, this is the first time having Sean on, so we're going to get some uh, basic questions out of the way here, get our audience to know him a bit, yeah? So, uh, Sean, why don't you tell us about yourself? What do you do for a job? At the moment, I uh, work at Target. Mm-hmm. I am the receiver slash reverse logistics expert, wow. as the title <laughs> is. It's a mouthful, I yeah, know. I was going to say that's a mouthful. <laughs> Sounds complicated, but it's uh, really not. Uh, mm. Reverse. What was that? Yeah. <laughs> Rever- I, I lost your reverse. It's reverse logistics expert. Mm. So is there an inverse logistics expert? I got no clue. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, man. If there's a reverse, there's got to be an unreverse, an inverse, if you will. A negative reverse. I don't know. Was this shit in high school like inverse operations or something? Was that something in math? Oh, I that's something. Yes, it was. I yes, swear to God, that was something in math. Inverse something. Inverse. Inverse functions. No, 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 it was inverse no. operations. I, I remember because that shit was the bane of my existence. Yeah. I hated math. Inverse. I didn't take that class. I was like algebra two or pre-calc or some shit. No, I didn't take pre-calc. So. Pre-calc. You didn't do pre-calc. No, pre-calc is hell. That explains a lot. It is not fun. <laughs> I did, I think it was geometry. You did it, right? Unfortunately. Yeah. And yeah. I took it in college, but... There you go. We don't got to talk about you that. Well, that was the pre-calc there. I didn't want to. <laughs> not at all. Well, it probably helped your career a little bit, though, working at the bank, huh? Numbers and shit. I mean, not, I mean it's pre-calc. I'm so not, maybe not dude, that <laughs> when I type in the shit, it does it all for me. That's true. <laughs> no, that's, that's, true. A little, that's a little spoiler. I do some math in my head, though, and it goes quicker than if I type it in, to be honest with you. I'm I pretty like, okay in math. Well, me too, but like, I feel like if you just type it in, just shut off your brain, then you can focus on just talking to people and stuff. That's fair, because i got to get better with talking to people, too. Because if you just have hard. the computer do everything for you... You're chilling. You just can have a full conversation. I can't. I can't type and talk though, for real. Yeah, and it even pulls up those prompts at the end too. Yeah, that, like guide the conversation, bro. In fact, you're right, man. I gotta start doing this more. <laughs> no. Anyway, Sean. Yes. Sorry. Our guest, Sean. Sean. This, is, this is the focus. You are you're the, focus, the receiver buddy. at Target yes. slash reverse logistics expert. Right? Yes. And so I, I know receiver entails um, taking inventory of items that get shipped to the store. Yes. Things like that. You know. Pulls all that sort of stuff, right? Yeah. Now, what is a reverse logistics expert? <laughs> Whatever that fucking means. <laughs> so pretty much, um, to be honest, I know one hundred percent like the like technical, uh, like technical duties of the job. But pretty much, what I do is all the stuff that like breaks in the store, like chemicals and um, 
other sort of stuff needs to be just product yeah yeah it needs to be properly like organized if it breaks like if there's like detergent that leaks um it's got to go in a specific bin Mm -hmm. and i gotta defect it out put it in the right bin certain Um, classifications for yeah yeah like hairspray is like flammable so it's gotta go in its own bin it's like flammable stuff electric related stuff like some batteries or something yeah 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 and then, you sort it, basically. Yeah, so I sort it into the right bins. Once I get full, I pull a pallet down, sort a whole new bin, and then got to get the right paperwork going, got to get the start date and all that. Mm. Oh, yeah. And then, and then you got to get it all in the truck and ship it the fuck out, right? Well, with that, I think we have some company. I don't know what it is because they've yet to come while I've been there. Mm-hmm. But um, they come and they like properly dispose of it and like empty out all the bins. For us, yeah, the biohazards, if you will. Yeah, that's yeah. pretty much what it is. That's just, crazy. Just I feel like they make a bigger deal out of it. Like if Windex spills, and they're like, "Oh my god, this is a biohazard!" But like, I don't know, cause like I used to work at a supermarket, and they had me do like the same type deal, sort mm-hmm. of. To not not to your extent, but for a little bit, and I had to put them in the bins. Like if there was like, I don't know, like uh, what you want to call it? like the dishwasher, a little like. Uh, Tide pods? Yes. Or, well, not tide yeah, pods. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, like the pods yeah. like that. If one of them, like, spilled somewhere, they'd make, like, a huge deal about it. But, like, it's cleaning your, like, your the food <laughs> off your plates, and then you eat off the plate. So it's, it can't be that big of a deal, but and they don't want to get sued or whatever. And so yeah, they, no, I think it's just, yeah. it's sort of like a better safe than sorry yeah. type deal. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, that's Chemicals fair. as a whole, yeah, they can be unsafe. Even when they clean your dishes, you know. They get no. rinsed and dried at the end. Yeah, so. for sure. Well, it's not like yeah. you're eating from a plate that's wet with detergent. You know? <laughs> You've never done that before? That's just me. <laughs> All right, Sean. So why don't you tell us what you like most about your job? I would say the structure aspect of it, like the routine part, because I work... In regards to what? Like the schedule. Like, I work Monday through Friday, uh, 6 a.m. to 2.30. It sucks getting up that early. 6 a.m. But, I know, my first alarm goes up at 5. Get out of bed at 5.30, question whether I should keep doing this, (laughs) get out of bed... (laughs) Get ready and question if it's worth it. Yeah, you debate no. every choice you've yep. made up to this point. In the yeah, I'm like, what did I do that led me to getting up at 5:30 a.m.? <laughs> oh man! <laughs> so I start my car, put on whatever song I was playing while I was getting ready, and then I'm sitting there for a minute, take a deep breath, and go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's fair. That deep breath is an essential. Yeah, it really oh, is yeah. for, um, for I, most people. I, it's it's a deep breath of nicotine, though. <laughs> <laughs> That's what gets you going in the morning. <laughs> that, that like uh, that deep that deep breath you take right after you clock in and you finally get to work and you're oh, like, yeah. fuck. Standing in front of the tablet. Here we go again. The tablet yep. and target. Yep. yep type in your number. And start work. Hold my breath, and then when I clock in, I'm just like, oh, here we go again. It's gonna make the biggest deal possible. <laughs> I'm usually rolling up at like eight fifty or something. Or that's no, good. not eight fifty. That's, that's nice. I'm rolling up at like fucking like you, you're I clock sure. in at ten. Yeah, so, so you pull up at like ten oh five, nine forty five. So I got some time in the morning, but uh, yeah, I always nice. roll up smoking a cigarette, <laughs> and then I like come in, I like take a drag, hold it in my mouth, put the cigarette out in the trash can, walk in, and blow out the smoke. <laughs> <laughs> well, like on my way in, so the yeah. smoke isn't all getting in the room, but I'm just like a dramatic entrance, you know. Yeah, no, you gotta. Yeah. So, uh, Sean, why don't you tell us what a favorite hobby of yours is? 
favorite hobby I've been doing it my whole life is definitely gaming. Just yeah. playing games. From, so, like, as young, from as young as I was, I can always remember having, like, a Game Boy Color, like a 3DS with me mm. whenever I left the house. Yeah, some sort of gaming console. Yeah, that I was, like, glued to that stuff as a kid. Yeah. And then I had a PS2 and a Wii at home that really? I played on. You had a PS2? Yeah, I had a Damn. PS2. Do you remember I, the PSP? Oh, I God. had those, yeah. That you was like the holy so grail. The PS2 was awesome. I had it was PS- like the Nintendo on steroids or the DS. <laughs> yeah. It was ahead of its time. I had like awesome. I had like the Madden game on it. That was like the only game that I played, and I just mm. played that religiously. I played Rocket and Clank on some of my friends. Ratchet and Clank. Ratchet, Ratchet, Ratchet Rocket and Clank. <laughs> Ratchet. I know what you meant though. I know what you meant. Ratchet and Clank. Yeah, that game was fun as fuck. That game was crazy. The visuals dude. were cool for a for a DS too, you know, or like a DS type the thing. The PS yeah, portable yeah, gaming system. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I remember I had the Ratchet and Clank games, and then I had uh, I had a PSP DVD. Of the movie Benchformers. No shot. <laughs> yeah, watch it on the PSP. <laughs> That's crazy. That's hard. All right, but, Sean. So why why is why do you think gaming is such a important part of your life? Well, I've been doing it my whole life, so it's just been like a constant in my life. I've met a lot of cool people and like lifelong friends, like friends I've had forever that I met through gaming, friends I've got closer to through gaming. And it's like it's just like an escape mm. from like for sure. after working eight and a half grueling torturous <laughs> hours at Target. Eight and a half. <laughs> <sighs> I wish my days were that short. Eight and a half, yeah, man. It's like man to be working only eight hour days, man. <laughs> I'm kidding. You Sorry, I don't want to sell my soul to the big up man. Like Four thirty, I could not. Ass crack at dawn. <laughs> If I wake up and it's dark outside, I'm going back to fucking bed. Bro. Dude, I drive to work with my high beams on. You're kidding? Are you serious? <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. That is the most, like, mind, like, mind fuck thing about it, the whole thing. <laughs> I literally wake up and get my car and turn the high beams on. That is criminal. Like. What they be doing to you? <laughs> now, Sean, what is your favorite movie of all time? My favorite movie would definitely have to be Christopher Nolan's iconic... Dark 2008 Night. flick, <laughs> starring Christian Bale, Heath Ledger, Gary Oldman, Morgan, Morgan Freeman, <laughs> Maggie Gyllenhaal, Aaron Eckhart, The Dark Knight. The Dark Knight. Incredible answer, Sean. It just, I remember seeing it as a kid, well, not too, too young, but like, mm-hmm. as a, as a, like, preteen teenager, Yeah. I just, I fell in love with Heath's performance, and oh the way that, oh gosh, yeah, like, when, when, Christian Bale and Heath Ledger are well. When Batman's interrogating Joker, that yeah. scene is just like yeah, incredible. Really the shit out of him. Did you know that he actually did? Heath Ledger told him before they started filming, or like, like I think they were doing it, mm-hmm. and it like wasn't working to where Heath wanted it to be. And there's like footage of Christian Bale saying this in an interview. He's like, Heath told me to actually hit him. To actually fit, because you know, movies they don't actually hit each other. Yeah. You know, he was like, he told me to punch him in the face. He told me to pick him up and slam him against the wall. So like, with those, so with no cuts, nothing. He was like, just throw me against the wall, break the glass, punch me, and he did. And I think that's crazy. That is that, crazy. That's why he's the best Joker. Exactly. Like no mm-hmm. wonder he was able to be set off mm-hmm. so quickly, and he just all oh, his character was incredible. And that's why he won an Oscar. That is. 
one of the so best performances. Yeah, it's the Joker, Joker girl. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, there's our Joker talk, Chris. So we're 12 minutes in. 12 minutes in. And we got the Joker already. This should have just been the Joker cast, man. We should fucking talk about it every day. Joker cast. Hey, it's one of the revolving subjects. Yes. Something we'll always come back to. That's for sure. And on that topic, really quickly, Mm. I know we, um, I know we, most of us, didn't like the new (laughs) Batman. (laughs) (laughs) I know we didn't really like it, right? But there is a scene that was released on YouTube today, an extended slash deleted scene in which Robert Pattinson's Batman is talking to Barry Cogan's Joker, right? And we put Joker in air quotes. In air quotes, right. <laughs> and I, Sean and I were talking about this earlier before we started recording, and, and I liked his opinion, and I agreed with his, actually. Um, but I wanted to see what you thought about it, because Chris, I know you watched it, right? I sent it to you. You sent it to me. I had seen it before. Yeah. I was shown it to me. It was shown to me. I, I mean, I thought you had seen it before. Oh yeah, that's not. <laughs> it's something that I almost didn't watch, but I did, and I'm glad that I did, because I didn't like the way Joker was put in the end of that movie. I didn't either. I hated his laugh. I hated how short his appearance was, and that it just felt like it was tacked on for no reason. Mm-hmm. Right. And Sean can agree. We had had that conversation about it as well, you know. Yeah. And he wasn't the biggest fan of uh, Barry Cogan's Joker either, right? But then after this watching, after watching this extended scene, right, which is kind of like a scene straight out of Silence of the Lambs, Batman goes to Joker and tries to get his advice on what's going on with this serial killer, the Riddler, right? And a conversation ensues that is plagued by Joker's pure psychosis, and it is the most... It it is really, really good. I actually thought that that aspect of this Joker was done incredibly well, and it's making me want to see the movie again, because I had such harsh feelings because of my hatred for Barry Cogan's Joker, and now I'm at the point where it's like, it might be worth it. He may be tolerable. Still hated the laugh. I did as well. I'm gonna say that laugh is dog shit, right? I agree. But... I did like what they did with the character. That's fair. I like the fact that they're doing, like, he... If you see the... If you see if you watch the extended cut, you see clips of him, like, are you vividly seeing him, like, going through, like, the document that Batman handed him? Yeah. And you can see his fingers are all, like, mm-hmm. screwed up because he, like, they did his makeup so he actually fell in the vat of acid. Yeah. And they're, that's how, that's, like, what this Joker is, the one that, like... I mean, they all fell in the vat of acid. But it's the one that was more affected in a more realistic manner. Yeah, Yeah. yeah. you can like actually tell that he fell in because like around his like around his mouth, he's like all like puffed up like bubbles from his skin being like boiled and shit. Yeah, and it's all scarred up and ripped and torn. Yeah, and it's a really interesting take because you can you can tell it was like melting off and it was sewn back together, right? (laughs) Which is really fucked up. Yeah, and I, I like the take on it, and I'm excited to see where it goes. But I just. I would be okay if he didn't laugh at all. Like, you know, like... <laughs> Just a completely serious Joker. Yeah, like, like I don't know. But anyway, a little Joker tangent there. Of course. So we know Sean's favorite movie is The Dark Knight, for mm-hmm. obvious reasons. Now, Sean, what is a... Excuse me, who is a musical artist that you've been listening to a lot recently, and why? Um, at the moment, I am listening to... I mean, I listen to a bunch of stuff, but right now I'm really listening to, I th- hopefully I don't butcher it, Memoria 11, I think is how you pronounce it. 
It's like XI instead of 11, but mm. it's 11. Um, Roman numerals. I, I found him on on my Discover Weekly on Spotify like a couple months back, and I really enjoyed the song. So a couple weeks ago, I was like, you know what, screw it, I'll listen to more of them, just because like, sometimes I like get stale of what I'm listening to, yeah. so like when I find an artist, I'm like, sure, I'll listen to more. And so I dug deeper into him, and he really... Uh, only had singles at the time. Actually, today he dropped a little, like, project EP album, whatever you want to call it. It is a Friday when we're recording this, so all the music's yes. fresh. And, um, I, I haven't listened to it, like, in-depth, but, I mean, um, from what I could tell, it's pretty good. So what do you, what do you like about Memoria 11? Um, I like his voice, and I like his flow. It's sort of like a melodic rap, so it's kind of chill. Mm-hmm. You can just kind of, like, vibe out to it. And, I mean, one grimace that people could have is that he sounds the same on most of his songs. Mm-hmm. A lot of people have the same sound nowadays. Like, not necessarily like, like they're copying each other, but like the way that their voice is on like a beat is kind they of like the same. They keep up the same sound for all their yeah. own music. Yeah. yeah. And it can be a little repetitive. It can be. <clears throat> excuse me. It can be. But, I mean, for me, when I listen to music, like the main thing I listen for is the beat and like how their voice mm-hmm. sounds on the beat. Yeah, the so like, flow, yeah. Yeah, so, like, I'm not, like, like I'm not huge into lyrics, obviously. I don't want to listen to, like, some, like, whack lyrics, but... Well, you should, if you ever listen to more story-based rap, you know, mm-hmm. and then, like, like I always say the shit that started rap and why yeah. it is what it is, <laughs> you know, and you listen to it for the lyrics, you, you might be in for a surprise, because it's really, really good and interesting, you know? Yeah. Especially older rap, yeah. but, but good, that's a valid answer. Now, um... Gonna skip ahead here. We're gonna get into some more interesting questions because, like we said, we have another guest whom everybody already knows, Devin. Big Devin. Yo, Dev, Debbie Trayvon. <laughs> and we've got some more, um, some more topical, current questions here, if you will. Ooh. And I'm going to ask them to everybody. I think we should all give our opinions on these because it's rather, like I said, you know, current questions, things that are important across the board so i think hearing everybody's opinions would be good so um i'll start with devin for this one great (laughs) i want to know uh how did covid impact your life because i know it 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 struck us very abruptly in early 2020 march 2020 um you and i were in high school and i remember when it started we were like, yes, two weeks off yeah. of school. Mm-hmm. Just like everybody else, you know. That's what we everyone thought. Super excited. We were like, oh my god, we got two weeks off. It's going to yeah. be like a vacation. It's going to be great. And then it slowly was like, oh shit, we kind of just lost our senior year of high school. <laughs> yeah. And then added I added months and months and months. <laughs> yep. Um, you know, graduation. Like, our graduation, I only had ten people in my group. Mm. I'm like, to put it in perspective, like, our class was a thousand people. Yeah. And I did a graduation with... Ten, ten of people. Them. <laughs> <laughs> That's wild. Ten? Yeah, I did my graduation with ten people. <coughs> I was lucky enough that one of my friends, Ethan Livingston, his last name was close enough to mine that we were in the same group. Mm. But, like, there was people that had to go with nobody they fucking knew. Yeah. I'm like, that would yeah. suck. That's that would be awful. That they did that to you. Yeah. Exactly. Did you graduation? graduation? It was in like, our school parking lot. 
You drove up in groups of ten, and you had a a slotted time to be there, get your diploma, get your pictures, and go. And they blocked off the driving spots, so there was one in between. It was like every other driving spot was blocked off for sections of each person's family. Mm -hmm. Where the car is going to get COVID? No, it was, they weren't in your cars. You would stand outside, you'd park somewhere else. Yeah, but why would they block off every other one? So that you were six feet apart. I know. I know it sucked, dude. Like he said, I, I I don't think I knew anybody in my group. I, there's so many people. Their last name starts with a B. Mm-hmm. I had like two people I think I recognized. You know? <laughs> yeah, right. So it kind of sucked. You know, it was horrible. That's but wild. other than yeah, that, that's crazy. Uh, how would yeah, you say COVID impacted your you life? Know, after you get past that, it, it still even affected me in college because like I finally got there. I was going. I'm going to school for electrical technology, which is like basically just a fancy way of saying I'm going to be an electrician. Yeah. Um and. I couldn't go to my labs because everything was shut off. <clears throat> so I was at just, MCC. Right? Yeah, at MCC. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was like, it's it was ridiculous. Yeah. Now, Sean, mm-hmm. how would you say COVID impacted your life? Because I know you were in school too, obviously. Yeah. So was Chris. We all were. No, oh, yeah. And between school and work, we all kind of got like fucking railed by this shit. It's huge. Yeah. It obviously affected yeah. everybody, but it's interesting yeah. to hear how it did each person. So, how did it affect you the most? You know, <clears throat> well, I, um, I would definitely say that at the start, obviously, I was like, I'm gonna two weeks off, great. Mm-hmm. But um, as time went on, I didn't have a job at the time, just because you know I didn't really have a car. I, I literally had a car to go to the school and back, and so. It was nice that I could, like, stay home and literally just play video games. That's how I spent my time. And when we when we um, had assignments due, they were, like, I'm not sure, like, I forget what, whether they were due at midnight or not, but um, I would literally, like, my sleep schedule got so screwed up, I would, like, wake up at, like, I don't even know, like, 5 p.m. or something like that, mm-hmm. and then, like, do the assignments and then just play games all the way up until, like, 8 in the morning or something. Like, yeah. I'd be doing assignments at, like, 4 a.m. and submitting them then. So, like, the teachers could see. Literally, like, like, that's, like, what happens, though, when, like, when I didn't have a job. I have, like, yeah. my sleep schedule would literally flip. So, with that, like, so basically, in a nutshell, COVID really fucked up your sleep schedule. Pretty much, yeah. Which is a really tough thing <laughs> to deal with. And then, especially since you probably started a job relatively shortly after that, you know. I started it in November, I believe, of 2020. Oh, really? Yeah, because that was my yeah, first so semester was, of college. Yeah, it was relatively soon to that. Yeah. Thing. So you got so, used to this fucked up sleep schedule. Yeah. Not to mention there was a summer break, too, yeah. where it didn't matter at all. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then come the start of the next school year, you got a job to worry about, too. Oh, my yeah. gosh. That really, really fucked with you, huh? It did. I mean, it was nice because, like, I literally just stayed home and played video games, so, like, it didn't, like, impact, like, my social life, I'd say, too much. Because, like, all, most of my friends I talked to still, I just played video games with. So, like, I was still social with all of them. Yeah. I would just say, like, it, like, did affect, uh, mm-hmm. like, like, progress. Definitely, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, Chris, how did, would you say COVID most impacted your life? Well, I have, I have a pretty funny story from, not funny, but kind of ironic, honestly. <laughs> so, I was, I turned 18 in the start of the school year in September and one of the perks about being 18 in high school is you can sign yourself out mm. whenever you want mm. so I would take 
full, full advantage of that. And I had an English teacher who was <laughs> not the nicest. I was actually in the same English class as uh, Sean. Mm-hmm. And she she had it out for me. I don't know why. Uh, my mom worked there at the time, and they didn't really get along, so maybe that. But mm-hmm. that's kind of a stretch. But she was not the nicest to me, and therefore I wasn't the nicest to her. So I would just sign myself out every time and just do the work on my own time. And oh my I... Um, what was it? Uzi dropped mm, on that Friday, yes. our last Friday. The 13th, I think so, it was. Man, my memory does not go that far. Yeah, I, I don't know the date. <laughs> but I went to my first period. Everybody was like, oh my god, Uzi dropped. Because it was at like 9, 10 a.m. And I went through my first period. It was 8. It was I know, 8 a.m.? I, I, I remember everything was 8. Well, then, whatever it was. Remember, uh, well, we weren't in the same study, it was, but... It was 8 on Spotify. It dropped on Spotify. Spotify first, and then you had to wait for it on Apple Music. So people were trying to find each other that, like, had Spotify, mm, yep. and you'd be like, just, just let me listen to it, I swear. I'm, I'm only going to take your phone for, like, 20 minutes. But, I remember, yeah, I, went, I was in my study, and I didn't have... I only had Apple Music because I was a dweeb. Right? <laughs> yeah, so I was an Apple good. Music peasant exactly. at the time. So I had to... I had to. I asked one of my friends, like, that I would, didn't really know her very well, but I was like... Yo, you have Spotify? She was like, yeah. I was like, I need your phone. I'm going to connect my AirPods. I got to listen to this. And she was like, um, okay. <laughs> yeah. It's like, yeah. As soon as it dropped on Apple, and that was like an hour later, like 9 o'clock. And yeah. I'm pretty sure, yeah, I'm pretty sure I was still in first period. And I signed myself out and left for the day. <laughs> <laughs> Just to listen to Uzi the whole time. <laughs> Because I have, like, a big, nice stereo system, and I would just blast it on my stereo yeah. system. My parents get home at, like, 4 p.m. So from, like, so your parents were 9.30. Still working, oh, yeah. 9.30 oh. to, like, 4. I was just bumping Uzi. Wow. And so it was hype. I was so happy. parents were still going to work, huh? So even though you well, were out of school. No, on the, on the, like, on, when Uzi dropped. This is when we were still. That was, yeah. like, the last oh, day of school. when we were still. Yeah, yeah okay, okay. So you're talking about being in physical school and signing yourself. Oh, yeah. Oh, I yeah. dipped. I dipped literally like halfway online. through first period. As soon as oh it had Apple, I was out of there. I thought you were talking about online. You no. just left. Oh, God. Devin I was and I, out. We couldn't sign ourselves out at Pinkerton. Really? We probably would have done yeah. that every fucking day. Oh, my God. I was gone. Yeah, no, I, I don't think I no, went to I a full been. day of school in senior year. Yeah, because had, we had our parents slash guardians listed, and they had to clear it with them, too. So. That's crazy. And I also had early release, so I did Mm. spend full school days there, but Mm. I was out before the bell rang at whenever the hell we left, but then I was out of there, and then they told me COVID hit, and I was like... That sucks. <laughs> I guess I'm just gonna chill. And yeah, I mean the reason I remember the date, the time, everything is because that was the day that like my life fucking changed. Oh yeah, you know what I'm saying? dude. Like, that we had this whole idea of what high school would be, and that included the end of high school. Yeah. Oh yeah, year, all the stuff that you were looking forward to, dead. Exactly, yeah, it included that shit. Yeah, no and prom, then no to start trip. off the new year basically, like a few months in, not even. Oh yeah, with that all being thrown away. Not only that, but all your summer plans you might have had. Yeah, mm-hmm. plans to like go places everything, over the summer, vacations. Everything was affected so heavily because yeah. of this disease that nobody fucking knew about. Yeah. We all stayed inside for a bunch of time. You know, I stayed I inside I wasn't for even three, able three to months straight, dude. I couldn't, I, I wouldn't, I wasn't allowed to leave the house. Mm-hmm. 
Did y'all ever get COVID? I got it once, but not like at the peak. You got it once, Sean? Did you get it? I mean, my mom got it twice because she was in LNA at the time. So she was working in a hospital and like... Um, What's an LNA? A licensed nurse assistant. Okay. They're like they're like the bottom of the barrel at the hospital. Then the next no, step up me. is a nurse. Well, I said that's me. I'm the bottom of the barrel. Yeah. The hospital. Not the bottom of the barrel. <laughs> <laughs> no, but they're pretty close. But um, so she was working and like they did, weren't wearing masks, especially when like they got like COVID cases like right at the beginning. So she um she got COVID like right at the start, and then she got COVID further on, like mm. later on. So. I mean, I was living with it twice, so I, like, assumed that I got it, but, like, each time that I ever got tested, I never tested positive for it, so. so you might not have Yeah, it's up in the air at this point. So you haven't gotten it then, technically? It has not been proven that I've gotten it, okay. so no. Have you gotten it, Devin? So, surprisingly, no. Like, I've been working in a hospital, like, I've been around COVID patients constantly. Like, I wear protective everything. Like, we had to go with the N95s, we had to go with, like these ventilation suits when you had to go in a COVID room, like there was all sorts of safety precautions you had to go wow. through. Um, but then like my mom got it and most of my household got it. So I was like, Oh, I had, I had to get it. I got tested every two days. Not once did I get it. Wow. I don't know what the heck happened, but I was the only one in my house that didn't get it. Cause I had to get a new COVID test every time I went to work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hmm. You were in a hospital. Exactly. Shit, yeah. Did you ever get a job? Yeah, I got it the um, almost a year after it started. I got it the following January after that March. Oh man! Yeah, and I had it. And the worst part of it was just the quarantine because it goes like the, you know, I got it and I had like a yeah, really bad like, fever. Yeah, and I was yanking. for like a day. It was two days for me, almost exactly. three. And then you have to stay home for like two weeks. I honestly mm-hmm. felt like shit for yeah. three days. Yeah. I was like dead, mm-hmm. and then like it got a little better, and then it got like a hundred percent like day five. And then it was like two more weeks, basically after that, <laughs> that I had to quarantine. You yeah. know, so that was the worst part, being alone for that long. It's yeah. just so boring. Yeah, and at that point, I, I had like been smoking cigarettes for like a year, <laughs> so I couldn't. I didn't have any, so I couldn't go outside and smoke them, and oh. I didn't have. I wasn't able to see my friends, so that was the worst two weeks oh, that yeah. I've had in the past few years. Oh yeah, I can only imagine. <laughs> All right, so now a bit of a different question here. I'm, I'm going to start with Chris this time. I'm going to work my way around the table. Do you think that the majority of the U.S. population switching to electric vehicles is a possible achievement for us within the next 20 years? Achievement? Hmm. Because there are upsides to using electric vehicles, sure. obviously. You know. There's downsides as well. Like, like the what? batteries. Once you're done with the batteries, they just sit in a landfill yeah. and do all that crazy shit they're super bad for the environment they're and the batteries don't last very long either yeah yeah so but i mean that's just one downside but. say in 20 years at the rate shit's changing now in two years that's problem could be solved you know yeah so say 20 years if all those problems were fixed you know yeah. batteries lasted longer for more sure. charging stations yeah you know disposals things yeah do you think that all of us or the majority of us switching to electric cars is a possible goal or a feasible outcome, I guess. Honestly, I don't really think so, just because the electric cars we have now are quite pricey, and not everybody can afford a car, let alone an expensive electric car. You know what I mean? Well, again, like, see, you, what you got, Devin, what you got to say? Well, I was saying, like, if we're looking at it as, like, 
20 years from now, mm-hmm. you got to remember there's going to be so many generations of, like, electric cars True. that True. you're going to have, like, the beater electric cars where they're going to be a couple thousand bucks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's so going like, to be, like, a 2001 Civic. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> if it's, you'll like, have like, 20 like a, years, yeah. Yeah, you'll, you'll, you'll be able to have that, like, I guess you're 2020 right. Tesla Model 3 for, like, $5,000. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. You'll have yeah, those yeah, versions cheaper right. cars. I didn't really think about it like that. Dude, blew yeah. that shit for thirteen. Blue, yeah. blue book that shit for thirteen. <laughs> for real. Honestly, I don't know. Just because, like the antiques and shit. Nobody, nobody wants to get rid of their antique cars, and those are gonna run on gas. And like, there's some people who are just gonna be like hard stuck gas slash like diesel, like. People with their Duramaxes. So you don't, in a nutshell, I don't you think don't so, think no. the majority not, of Not well. here, no. But Sean, what do you other think places, that? for sure. I think so, because I feel like, I mean, probably a bad example, but, like, all the people who, like, drive trucks now, I mean, they're going to come with electrical trucks, mm-hmm. or, like, electric trucks. I mean, bad example, like, the Cybertruck, and obviously, like, that is, like, yeah. like, it, like the car looks stupid and sucks, but, like, there's gonna be, <laughs> <laughs> there's gonna be, like, better model trucks, and I'm assuming, like, Ford and, like, Ram are gonna make trucks that are, like, electric. Yeah. Now... But you already got, you know, the car companies, like, Chevy... Yeah, making electric versions of cars they already have. You know, yeah. it's mm-hmm. like a CRV powered by like only a battery. You mm-hmm. know, so a truck having that would be relatively feasible, I think, yeah. as well. Yeah, no, I think so. I just going to what Devin said. I don't know. I'm not. I don't know much about cars. But like, I don't know how an electrical car will like age compared to like mm-hmm. a regular car because mm-hmm. it doesn't have like an engine like. Like it runs on, obviously it runs on electricity, so like I don't know how like how it would age. Yeah, because so like we see like cars. yeah, like I don't know like I don't know. I mean, obviously like there will be electric beater cars. But, like I don't know what it'll look like because like um, like all like technology like evolves. So like and like we kind of like, leave stuff in the dust. So like I don't know if we would just do the same thing. Like we would like just leave the beater electric cars in the dust and just keep going with like new ones. True. I feel like we'd be getting like an iPhone six right now. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> like like you see someone like an iPhone four and you're like, what the hell? Like, what yeah, you like, exactly. like, those yeah, like the work. charge will only last you like from here like down the road. Yeah, and like David was saying, like that could be the Tesla Model Three or Model X or whatever. Yeah, you know, in twenty years, people could be like, your car can only go from coast to coast. And it's like mine can go from coast to coast to coast to coast to coast to coast. To Mars and back. Exactly, my car can fly. My car can drive on the water. Yeah, it's like I actually have a time machine. Like. You don't know. <laughs> Dude, wait, what if this gas station's in the middle of the ocean so you can literally drive to, like, Japan? Mm. Like, that, that could be a possibility in 20 years. Yeah, you never know. That'd be crazy if it was. Who fucking knows? You know, those oil rigs that are set up in the middle of the ocean? Most terrifying job I could think of, yeah. by the way. Mm-hmm. Um, that could be a charging station for your Tesla. You know, you'd be driving <laughs> halfway, you know. That would be wild. Yeah. Oh, my. All right, so let's move on to the next question. On to the next. (laughs) Sean, I'll start with you this time. This one is an interesting one for me, and and that's not the reason it's on here, because I also want everybody else's take, too. But do you think that smoking cigarettes will be as big of a worldwide issue by the end of our lifetimes as it is right now? Because it's already gone down a lot, if you think about it, since, like, the... Even just the 70s and 80s, you know? Yeah. Well, because, like, back then, they were, like, advertising for you to smoke. Mm-hmm. 
I mean, I feel like cigarettes have kind of been, like, forgotten about. Like, I feel like vaping is more, like, relevant today than smoking cigarettes. Like, I feel like whenever I click on YouTube, I see an ad, like, to quit vaping, yeah. not to quit smoking. So, like, I don't know if smoking cigarettes it will necessarily be, like, more pro- like more relevant. I think uh, vaping... Like, I mean, vaping right now already is more relevant than smoking cigarettes, like, I feel. It already is, like, a big issue, yeah. Yeah, so I feel like vaping is probably just gonna stay, like, above cigarettes. Yeah. Because, I mean, every generation has their own thing, you know? Yeah. People mm-hmm. were addicted to cigarettes, now it's vaping. Yeah. So you think by the time we're, like, 60, people are gonna still be addicted to vapes? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, all the people who started in high school, I know a lot of people who started in high school and still do it. Mm-hmm. Like, and... I mean, they all say, oh, like, I should quit, or, like, I really should quit, like, I'm going to try to quit, and they don't, but, I mean... Yeah, because it's just as addictive, in a yeah. nutshell, you know? Yeah, mm-hmm. it's like, and I personally don't care, I don't do it, but... Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's your decision to do what you want to do, so... Thank you. Go ahead. Thank you, I appreciate that. You're welcome. <laughs> Chris, what do you think? Do you think that smoking will be as big of an issue then as it is now? Honestly, probably not, just because, like you were saying, with the generational thing, I feel like... It's not falling off because there's plenty of older, like, adults who smoke cigarettes a lot more than kids using vapes. I feel like vapes are more, um, uh, what's the word for Like, convenient, in a sense, for, like, a nicotine delivery. Do it anywhere, and it doesn't really, like, smell as much as, there's no fire, no burning, anything. Yeah, they do taste yeah. good. Yeah. So like that's like, like that's what people say. They're super friendly yeah. and stuff. Mm-hmm. It's just like I guess, I guess people like that, you know. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm gonna play devil's advocate here and actually use your point with mm. the car situation. I think that there are so many people now that are like love cigarettes, you know, and that like all the different factors that would factor into them being addicted to cigarettes. And they've passed it along. There are, I know a lot of kids my age that smoke cigarettes, too, you know. Yeah, and they I still do, do as well. So it's like, I think that by the end of our lifetime, I personally think that both cigarettes and vaping will be a problem. I think vaping will be a bigger problem than it is now. But mm-hmm. I think if cigarettes aren't outlawed by then, if they're not illegal by then... Do you then, really think they'd be illegal? Which they could be. We used to have cigarette vending machines. Uh, yeah, I'm everywhere. well aware. Yeah. <laughs> and now those are gone. You know, it's illegal to buy cigarettes if you're under the age of 21. Yeah. That could be raised for all we know, you know. So you it's like, know. by the end of our lives, I think there are still even going to be people who are, you know, doing what I do, getting them from people who are old enough, you know, and there's sure. still going to be people who are heavily addicted to these things yeah. and refuse to leave them behind. Well, yeah. you know? Like, if I don't quit smoking in a few years, I know that'll probably be me, you know, <laughs> those fuckers that need a cigarette, mm-hmm. you know. But, Devin, what do you what do you think? Do you think it'll be as big a problem? I think, like, being completely honest, like, at the end of the day, we have all these things where they're, like, telling you, you know, cigarettes are bad, vaping is bad, all these things. Like, giving you all the information, but at the end of the day, people are going to do what they want to do. Like, you can't influence their decision. Certain, past a certain sure. point. Yeah. So those people that want to smoke cigarettes are going to keep smoking cigarettes. Mm-hmm. And those people that want to vape are going to like just going to keep doing it because they don't care at this point. Yeah. So it's always going to be like an issue, but at the same time like I think it'll get to a point where 
people will definitely cut back. There's going to be a lot less. Because I feel like a lot more people are health conscious than they were before. Yeah, and even like I was saying too, I think maybe even laws exactly. could be yeah, put yeah. in place that would affect that too. I think that it'll definitely cut back a little bit, but I don't think it's going to be going away anytime soon. Yeah. Yeah, I'm with you on that one. All right, Devin, I'm going to start with you for this question. This is one that I also can kind of relate to, and I think some of us might be able to, but I don't really know. Um, do you think that weed, marijuana, achieving the same regulation as alcohol, as, you know, e.g., you mm-hmm. have to be 21 or older, you can't do it in a vehicle, you can no open container sort of thing, you know, but you can buy it in a store, you can bring it home, do as you please, you know. Do you think that, that marijuana achieving the same regulation as alcohol is a good or bad thing? My personal opinion, I think everyone has their own, but mine is that I think it's fine. I think it would be a good thing. Like, there's a lot of people that I know that, you know, they're not reckless with the way they use it. Like, they use it to generally just you know, relax at the end of a stressful day or to help yeah. them, like, decompress or heal de- like deal with depression, things like that. And there's people that, like, like when they get high, nobody wants to go out and do something stupid. Most of the time, you just want to stay in and, like, eat something <laughs> or, like, watch TV. Yeah. Like, it's not something where I think it's a dangerous drug. Like, it's not like PCP where you think you're fucking invincible and you can <laughs> yeah. do whatever you want. Yeah. Like... It's not even, in, in regards to that, it's not even like alcohol. No. You know, alcohol makes you rowdy, rambunctious. Weed makes you just angry. Makes you so many people are angry chill. drunks. I've yeah. never once been an angry stoner. Exactly. Yeah, you know, I'm, like, I'm just saying, I don't think it's that bad of a thing. And if, if people can smoke cigarettes, why can't you smoke weed? Fair enough. I fair. think the same, if people can drink alcohol, why can't they smoke weed? Exactly, yeah. exactly. Yeah, I agree. Sean, yeah. what do you think? Yeah, I agree. I think weed isn't as isn't as nearly as dangerous as like PCP or like bath salts like Coke. Mm-hmm. I think <laughs> I, I think it would be a good thing. I mean, right now in like obviously like California, like Colorado, it's right like it's legal. You can like go to the dispensary and buy it. Mm-hmm. And I know the government. I think it would be a good thing with, for the government to do it because they can tax it and make money on it. Yeah, amen to that. So like, mm-hmm. I think it would benefit. I feel like it really couldn't do, like, too much bad to, like, make it legal, like, the same thing as alcohol. I think it would probably make the world better. Yeah, and that's probably one of the main reasons that alcohol and cigarettes and things like that are still around. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because the government can make money off of them. Exactly. So that's why they're probably not going to outlaw it. They're probably probably not going to outlaw it too hard. knows it's shit for you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But once the government starts, because you can buy cigarettes for, like, 50 cents. The government starts taxing it. You go buy a pack of Red Hundreds, it's eight bucks. Mm-hmm. You know? mm-hmm. It's like, that's just the way it is. If you yeah. can make money off of something, I don't think they really care who it's fucking up with the process. You yeah. Know? yeah. So I, I, I do agree with that. I think it would be a good idea for the government <laughs> I don't, to, to The people who it. buy it get to feel better. And the government gets to feel better because they just robbed someone. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, I, I hate to be that guy, but like even if they don't legalize it, it's not like the people that want it are still gonna get it. Yeah, it's no, it's not like weed is a new thing. Like it, yeah, no. it's not like it's hard to find either. I mean, yeah, not at all. give yeah. any kid fifteen minutes in a high school, and I guarantee you he'll find one person that knows. Yeah, and now if you're eighteen or older, you can buy shit in New Hampshire mm-hmm. at least. I know that here, you know, that oh, yeah, you can use. They have so many things that like the Delta Eight and all that stuff, which yeah. is like you know, skip like going through some loopholes to really. 
Yeah. Get legalization. But, but the fact of the matter is, if you're 18, and you're, here's my fucking, <laughs> here's my fucking gripe with this bullshit. <laughs> I am 20 years old, right? I can drive down the street. I can buy something that'll get me high, right? I can go overseas and fight, and risk my life fighting for this country. You know, I can do so many things right now at 20 years of age that could get me killed, right? But I can't go down the street and buy a pack of cigarettes, nor can I go down the street and buy alcohol, which alcohol I understand a little more. Yeah. And granted, cigarettes kill you too, but they don't get you fucked up. No. They don't make you make bad decisions. Not at all. You know. I have an interesting thing here. You can actually buy Delta 8, right? Something that gets you high, on yeah. like at 18. Yeah. You can't buy rolling papers until you're 21. Yeah, because yeah, it's related with either tobacco or marijuana, mm. which are both 21. Exactly. Here. Tell me how you can actually buy a pre-roll with a raw wrap, but you can't buy a raw wrap. Yeah, that's kind of wild, <laughs> for real. Because they don't know what you're putting in it. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like how you can't buy a vape device. Exactly, Even if it yeah. comes with no vape juice, you know, because they don't know what you're in it. <laughs> you know, it's like... Which is bullshit, I agree with you, you know, I mean, I just, I've, I have so many issues with that, but Chris, what do you think about weed achieving the same regulation as alcohol, so 21 and over type of thing, you know? I think it'd be great, honestly, I mean, I'm not much of a smoker myself, but for the people, I feel like it's better than alcohol, mm. if you're looking to get not sober, <laughs> you get fucked up pretty much, but... It doesn't fuck you up in a sense that, oh, I want to drive and drive over the fucking road and be a fucking dumbass, yeah. but it just, I don't know, calms you down, makes you chill out, and uh, makes you think, too. Makes you, like, reflect on stuff, mm-hmm. at least for me when I used it, but I don't know. I feel like, I feel like it would be great. Honestly, I don't, because when I went to California, they were taxing heavy, because they could. They sell it legally. And I feel like the taxes are ridiculous and probably need to go, but they probably won't. Let's be real here. They're going to get taxed, like, up the rear for yeah, sure. like Sean was saying, the government, that's their, how they're going to work it, you know. Yeah, but I don't know. It would be nice to have, not tax-free, but definitely lower because taxes, it's taxing for sure. <laughs> well, i, like I got to say, personally, I'm a large advocate against it. I think that weed is really? a gateway drug, and if you smoke it, you're going to smoke crack. Is that really how you feel? I don't think, <laughs> I don't think you can't even legalized. say that with a straight face. <laughs> should be legalized. I don't think anybody should consume it under any circumstances. Never ever. Uh, Sean, you have anything you want to add? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, once it becomes regulated as well, like if you go to a dispensary and buy it, it's a lot safer too. Mm. Like, because my mom, my mom always used to say when I was younger, like. Don't do drugs, especially, like, if you buy it from someone, because you never know what they put in it. Like, yes. you, like you see, like, a lot of rappers passing away from doing drugs. I mean, mm-hmm. let, I mean, obviously, they're not doing weed. They're doing, like, hard stuff, but... They're not, they're not doing weed, man. Yeah, no. They're not doing weed. I don't think anybody's doing weed. <laughs> I hope nobody's doing weed. <laughs> yeah, it's a gateway drug. <laughs> How do you feel about that argument, for real? Oh, I think it's bullshit. I think it's bullfucking shit. I've smoked weed for so long, and I've never had any inclination to do anything else. 
That's what I'm saying. I've never done any other drug. Not once in my entire life have I sat there and been like, you know what? Since I smoked that joint, I'm a, I'm a shoot up. I'm gonna yeah, do some heroin, heroin right now. I have never been like, I just love, I love getting high. Why not try a tab of acid? No, mm. what the fuck? I've never done that in my life. I think that that argument is complete and utter bullshit. Mm. First, I, I think that it is ridiculous. And it's something that a bunch of Karens made up to try to get their children to stop smoking weed. Or to try to make it illegal. There is a difference between something that makes you happy and something that makes you see dragons, okay? (laughs) (laughs) I smoke weed when I go down, alright? And I feel better. And legally, too, I might add, Mm -hmm. yes. But I am not going to drop a tab of acid when I feel a little shitty. Exactly. Exactly. I'll probably fuck you up. Yeah, That shit is addictive. And, you know, if you're smart with it, weed ain't a problem. That's for sure. So, Shit. the next question, so. if you will, Chris, I'm going to direct Ooh, this toward you. The floor. What's up? If you could solve one major issue facing our nation. Our nation. Yeah, what would it be? Ah, uh, you're, you're dropping the big ones on me. Mm-hmm. Um, well, they're all big ones from here on out. <laughs> oh, man. We'll be circled back again. Uh, but, uh, fun, fun, fun. Um, I'm trying to think here. Um... I'm not sure. Probably, uh, probably gas prices nowadays. <laughs> that shit is draining my bank account for sure. And I'm thinking more short term, just because that was the first thing to come to mind. That was a fat issue, and everybody's been complaining about it because this shit is ridiculous. I could go, I could buy like, like, like fuck world hunger, fuck, fuck poverty. Well, world hunger. Yeah, that's 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 you did say nation. You did say nation. So the, Chris is like, fuck poverty. <laughs> fuck starvation. You know what? That whole thing me. going on in Russia fuck and Ukraine. Pay the pay <laughs> Fix my damn gas prices. <laughs> well, now that you make it sound like that. <laughs> God. Um, Sean, what would you, what would you say? <laughs> well, we know Chris is hating the gas prices. <laughs> I think one of the biggest things facing our nation is um, (laughs) those goddamn gas prices. No, I think it would be. I I respect it, Chris. I would love to change those. But Sean, what would yours be? I think it would have to be how, like, um, how hard our country buds heads, like our political parties. Mm. Like I don't know, like. The far right and the far left, I think they're just too stuck in their ways. Amen. And I think they're, like, too harsh against their other... Like, the far yeah, right is too fine, harsh yeah. with the far left. Like, vice versa. I think they're just... Like, nothing will get done because of how... I feel like they're too stubborn to oh, yeah. look at their other views and see... Too stuck in their ways, yeah. Exactly. Like, and a like, lack of open-mindedness yeah. in this country, and it is a disease in and of itself. Yeah, that's for right. sure. Everything gets so political, and it's mm. like, not everything has to be so political. It has to be, like, so butting heads. Yeah, it's all fuck your opinion. Mine's yeah. the right one. And it's yeah. exactly. a horrible way to look at things. I'm, yeah. I'm so sick of our Congress being, like, a junior prom. Like, yeah. it's literally <laughs> just all of these women and people... Are, I, don't, I don't want to say women, but it's all of these, like politicians, both male and female, I just meant because, you know, when girls are younger, they bicker. Um, it's like they're all like the junior prom, just like bickering about stupid gossip, and yeah, you don't guys, actually get men, work done. We men don't bicker when we're... <laughs> don't. 
We never bicker. No, we don't bicker. Well, at least I didn't, because I was awkward and sitting in the corner. That's <laughs> <laughs> men of our other We would have states. debates. <laughs> we would have strongly worded debates. Yeah, that's oh, so sure. <laughs> and just to uh, preface this, they had a lot more time to think about it than I did. So, yeah. The guy, I need gas prices and something else, man. <laughs> You're right, but I was well, we never asked you yours. That was just to piggyback on Sean. So <laughs> what is an issue that you would choose to solve that is facing our nation? Only our nation. <laughs> our nation. Only our nation. You know, as much as the gas stations are just sucking my bank account dry, I think I might have to go with something, you know, like homelessness or all of these people that have nowhere to literally sleep. That's a great <laughs> point, Devin. That would make me feel like shit. Well, what would you do about it, then? What do you say is the best plan of attack to eradicate the homelessness so, epidemic? I, I've thought about this before, because we deal with it a lot at work, mm. where homeless people will come in, and we have no place to send them, because like, either the shelters are full, or there's no like halfway houses, or anything like that. I think instead of... like. Now, I'm not saying we should get rid of homeless shelters. What I'm saying is we should set up something where it's almost like you have the homeless shelter where you can go and stay and you can, like, you know, get your food, everything like that. But we should have something in there where we can try and find them jobs. Like, I know other countries literally have these foundations set up where they pay homeless people to pick up trash on the streets. And if you bring in a bag, you get a certain amount of money. And, like, if you give people enough money to, like, set themselves up somewhere, they can work from that. Yeah. And if we give these people the opportunity, a lot of them are willing to take it. Yeah. Like, once you get to that point, there's a lot of people that are more than ready to work hard and put themselves back into the community. If we just give them the opportunity to do so, I feel like it would help a lot. Yeah, and but but local homeless shelters do you know, kind of give people opportunities and search, help them search for opportunities for jobs and stuff like that, or at least mm-hmm. job training, you know, but but the argument, like you said, could be made that it's not pushed hard enough, you know, or that it's exactly. not stressed hard enough, you know, because I, that's a, a, helping them get back on their feet is better than just housing them when they need it or feeding them when they're hungry, you mm-hmm. know. Like, I know that some of these services are already offered, but, like, from the people that I talk to, most of the time when you go to a homeless shelter, they're more worried about, you know, finding you a place to sleep and giving you some food and then getting you out of here so they can get the next person in mm-hmm. than just, like, you know, trying to set you back up. I wish yeah. we had a place that they could go where they could get set up, and then once they get out of there and get themselves, like, situated again, we could bring somebody else in. Yeah, like a like a rehabilitation thing like a program yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah like a program to get them back on their feet yeah mm-hmm. yeah i agree with that i think that's a good it's a great problem to want to solve mm-hmm. oh, gas yeah. prices man bro well it's really been hurting so I'm, I'm glad you solved that one for me i didn't want to take the blow but I thought you meant some shit that was, like, affecting us. Like, we are fucking something with, that was all collectively. We are, we are fucking with you. It's okay, Chris. Uh, it's okay. It is still it's a like valid It's kind of you, like, 20 bucks to get home, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck's sake, man. What would you change, John? How would you... How would cost you me, like, an hour prices? of work to get to work. I put, I put 60 bucks in my tank, and it turned to a capital E. That's about as far as I got. Yeah, really. What What would you do to fix gas prices, then? Dude. I don't know, How do you man. think you would go about that? Honestly, man, I don't know. I I'm not, not a clue, just because uh, I'm not really sure how the whole 
country's gas works. I know we get a lot of this shit from Saudi Arabia. Mm. I don't know if that's like true anymore, but mm. when I was in middle school, that's what they taught me. So. <laughs> Might have oil too. Mind. Yeah, oil. Yeah, so, oil and gas. Because the reason they were low for such a long time is because um, everyone was taking it. Because well, oil producers were producing a lot of oil. Yeah. You know, and now we're getting so little of it because it's being held or or withheld or we're running out even in most <laughs> places too with yeah. fossil fuels and oils yeah. and things like that. Oh, yeah. So the only way to fix that is to find another alternative. <coughs> Backtracking to electric cars. <laughs> electric cars yeah. or bikes or feet. <laughs> we can walk. Feet. <laughs> Little feety toes. You can put those on the pavement and walk. Oh, I'm fair. not gonna walk like five miles to work. Fair point with the bike. Can. Not so much a bicycle, but I feel like motorcycles or something along those lines is something that's smaller and much better. MPG will eventually come to its you know yeah, its point yeah, where yeah. people will start to switch that way especially if gas prices you know stay at like six bucks a gallon or yeah. five bucks a gallon yeah, i'd much rather take my <laughs> hundred mile to the gallon bike than my 22 mile to the gallon car yeah that's true yeah i mean the only thing that sucks about the bikes are that they just suck in like the weather so sure. like, if you live in the uh northeast or like any northern part of the country you can't drive in the winter Nah, I'm cheap enough. I'll throw another coat on. Yeah, for real. <laughs> That'll be something else, though. Fair enough. Fair enough, boys. Good answers. What would you change? Yeah. Would it be the gas prices? Oh, I'd have to say, I think the gas prices are too high. Mm. Um, fair I don't want to be paying four oh nine a gallon. No, I would... Um, <laughs> Them cigarettes, man. I'm about <laughs> 20 years old. <laughs> I choose the fact that weed's illegal, man. <laughs> no, I would, um, I would, uh, I would try. I don't know how exactly we can work on this as a nation, but it is one of our biggest issues. Uh, I would say equity between race and gender, mm. not equality, because equality recognizes each. Not it doesn't focus on each individual's differences. Equality is as a whole giving everybody equal opportunities and things like that. Mm-hmm. You know, but it's like it, equity is a different thing. So the way that I it was explained to me is is imagine two people reaching to pick an apple, right? Assuming that both trees have the apple at the same height, and one person is tall and one person is short. Equality would be giving both of them the right to pick the apple. And equity would be giving them both to pick the right to pick the apple and giving the shorter person a stool or a ladder, you know. So equality is, equity, excuse me, is accommodating people's needs that need more to reach that same equal point, you know. Mm-hmm. If you can, if you're understanding what I'm yeah, saying, you know. Yeah, yeah. I, would, I would choose to change how we deal with equity and how we push it. You know, and and the fact that most people just think it's equality that we need, yeah. you know, when really it's more than that. Mm-hmm. You know, because if everyone has equal opportunities, that's great. Yeah. But some people might need something else to get to that point. For sure. Know? So that's yeah. what I would change. So you're just saying everybody should have the same opportunities, and those that need the help should be able to get it. Yeah, everybody okay. should have the right and ability to achieve the same goal if that's what they want. Yeah, no, no, no. I get exactly what you're saying. I was just making sure I was on the same page. We are, yeah. That's that's what I would change. Yeah. I feel like a lot of people mix up equity and equality, and they treat equality as 
Oh my god, I can't speak. <laughs> the other word he said. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but they yeah. think that it's one. They're one of the same, but yeah. they're not. Yeah, exactly. They're you different. Know. Oh yeah, and I would also change gas prices. I think that the gas prices yeah. are yeah. absolutely horrible. That, that's my second one. As, as much terrible. as as much as we have dragged this joke along, I think we all understand that you know. Our second choice would be gas prices. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's Chris's first. It's our second. It would you know? be our second. Yes, yes, exactly. So, Sean, John, the next interesting <laughs> question here: Do you believe the quote-unquote conspiracy that such diseases as COVID nineteen and AIDS were spread by the government? Yes. <laughs> no, I mean the conspiracy cast. No, <laughs> no, I think Bigfoot, Sean. What do you think? Real. <laughs> They're all real. No, I think. Um, I mean, I forget what, what happened in the 1920s. Was that the Spanish flu? I, or I wasn't around then, bro. I don't know. <laughs> there was. There you know, was. It wasn't Black Plague. <laughs> no, <laughs> but if you. If you look back in history, I feel like there's always been some, like, new disease that, like, evolves. Because, like, the flu shot, like, the flu is constantly, like, evolving and all that. So, um, like, you get a flu shot to protect yourself each year because the flu strain keeps changing. Yeah. I think it's just the same thing. I think COVID is just, like, another thing that has, like, evolved over time. Kind of like Yeah, like, evolved, how, like, yeah. we evolved, kind of. I think that's how that's how it happened. Okay, yeah. Okay, I... I I'm, yeah, I like I think there's way. gonna be another pandemic in like another hundred years or something. Yeah, because I saw something was like in like the nineteen like twelves like nineteen twenties. There's some I think it was a Spanish flu. Yeah, that hit like really hard and hit worse than COVID just because back then they didn't have the technology we have and like the and sanitariness the that we have. We didn't have the technology to keep up with COVID. Exactly, you know, it was mm. So like you said, another hundred years. You know, it there's gonna be another like. And then like another disease years that before Spanish flu, there was the Black Plague, you know. So it's like it's yeah. just going to keep happening. Mm-hmm. What do you think, David? You think it's government created? Absolutely not. No, <laughs> no, not in any way, shape, or form. Like, I hate to be that person, but if you honestly think that like COVID is a government weapon to like thin the population or like <laughs> anything like that, you should come see me, like where I work. And if you disagree with me, I. You're welcome to your opinion, but it's wrong. Um, I think it's the same thing as, like, like in Africa where they had the Ebola. Yeah. The Ebola, all that stuff. Ebola virus. Ebola virus, yeah, yeah. Everyone was like, oh, yeah, it's such a horrible disease. But then as soon as something happens in the U.S., they're like, government conspiracy. I'm like, no, you just, you got sick. You got sick. It happened. Deal with it. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. I mean, that's fair. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Some people take it to an extreme. Yeah. But, um, you know, everybody's opinions are valid. You know, whatever they may think is, is, is you know, as we say, you know, equity, right? <laughs> Equality, equity. You're entitled to your opinion just as I am mine, you know. Um, oh, man. What do you think, Chrissy? Uh, I don't know. I, I really don't know. Um, honestly, if it was the government, so be it, man. I just live here. And <laughs> yeah. If it wasn't, same thing, so be it. I just live here. I'm just going through it, going through the motions. I, just a way to adapt, honestly. I agree with them. I don't think that it was 
But I think that it, it's definitely a possibility. Oh, for oh, sure, yeah. it's definitely a possibility. I just I don't, I don't just... really think it was, but yeah. then again, if it was, I don't care. It is what it is. It hey, happens. I, I, I have no control over it, so... Yeah. It's like if we get hit with a bunch of zombies in 20 years when we get electric cars. Oh, I'll have control of that for sure. For <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. Well, yeah. Anybody else have anything they want to add to that? I'll be whipping in my electric transit bus. <laughs> I'll be hitting town, getting rid of the. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, my goodness. I don't know. I guess I've just been looking at, at, like, the medical side of it for so long that I don't even see it as anything else. Yes. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. I mean, you it's taken, it's hit you very heavily because mm-hmm. you're in that field. Yeah. I just feel like if it was government-made, I feel like the government has, they probably have, like, a virus that would wipe us out, but I feel like it would be a lot more deadly than covid It'd be way more effective. <laughs> like, like I feel like I feel like if like it was like a government thing, I feel like it would be like a lot worse than what happened. Did you ever play that game Plague Incorporated, Plague Inc? Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. It would it would definitely be different. It would not be like a uh, either you get really sick or like maybe you get the sniffles. It'd be like you know you, maybe you die or you maybe vomit really water sick. or something. Like, that would be the experience. Yeah. Yeah. World War Z, and, like rashes and bleed to death from your eyeballs or something yeah that's what i feel horrific. like it would be that's an image to put yeah, that would be a bioweapon not like a, yeah. not like a <coughs> exactly oh, it'd be like a, like a covid it'd be like a james bond villain type thing yeah. you know oh like, my god yeah that's what i like. like the new movie spoilers for uh james bond uh 007 no time to die daniel craig like the 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 bioweapon that he was creating mm-hmm. in that movie that attacked particular genes Absolutely yeah. amazing. That movie was so good. It yeah, was so great good. movie. Great movie. <laughs> so good. If you haven't seen it yet, watch it. It was so good. It's so sad. It is so sad. If you haven't seen it, I mean, we did give the spoiler warning. Yeah. The mm-hmm. ending was so sad. Yeah. I yes. didn't expect it, but I was... Not saying what happened, but it was yeah. sad. It was very sad. Um, Chris, do you think... You, you said you don't think that they were spread, right? No, Sean, you don't so. think they were spread by the government? No. I don't either, yeah. So what is, um, we'll go with Chris here for the first one here. What do you, what is scarier to you, right? A complete cyber takeover from another country, Mm. as in our most recent case, Russia. Yeah. But like widespread, complete Mm. cybernetic takeover, right? Or becoming a major player in the next world war, like World War II, like America's involvement in World War II. Is, would it be scarier to you if we went to war again, or we got, like, a cyber attack from Russia, say? Honestly, I wouldn't like either of the options. I'm going to give it a stack. I don't think mm-hmm. anybody would, but, um, I don't know. Just, like, because, like, random shit's been, like, down recently because of, like, cyber attacks or whatever was going on, but, like, I've... I talked to someone who works for Snap-on, and he had his computers shut off for a week, and all this shit's on computer. So what is Snap-on? It's it, a like, tool tools company. and stuff. Okay. Like, uh, like, yeah, like wrenches, all that, the whole nine. So he had a very computer-related job, and he got locked out, basically? Yeah, and his whole company, they couldn't do shit for a week. So, like, I feel like that would destroy our economy, because everything's online now. Our money is online, our 
I don't know, trading, stocks, everything, all yeah, that, yeah. everything. Over information, too. Yeah, yeah. Even, like, just, like, being, like, me texting you, like, yo, let's film a podcast at 8 o'clock tonight. <laughs> exactly. That wouldn't be, a, like, I'd have to fucking send my carrier pi- pigeon over to you. Exactly, yeah, yeah. And I feel like that would be, like, a huge setback. But like you said, with the finance aspect of yeah, it, too. Yeah. We'd be fucked economically be for screwed. good. Screwed. And even if you look back, like, the economic, like, equation, like, if you look at it, they could access information to, like, where everything we have is. So, like, oh we would God. have no secrets. They would have the upper hand in anything. Like, it would end up, if we were cyber attacked and they got that information, it would cause a war anyway. Yeah. So I'd be much more scared of a cyber attack. And See, I wouldn't be able to listen to Spotify. Um, <laughs> Yep. I'll go to war myself. I can't <laughs> with, listen to my music. With what's been going on recently, like in the world and with us and with Russia and Ukraine and stuff, this is the point where I'm like, I was like, I was thinking to myself, I was like, man, I really wish we had like a Mission Impossible team, <laughs> like Ethan Hunt, you know, Tom Cruise, <laughs> to go and stop this shit from happening. For real. That'd be awesome. That would be crazy because they do that in movies all the time. Yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. let's put this to work where, here. Where's our secret oh, yeah. team, guys? <laughs> Where are the Avengers? <laughs> I, I, saw, I saw them in the hospital. All right, those are here. <laughs> we need the Justice League. <laughs> I need something. Oh, we, need, we need Superman. That's what we need. Clark Kent, where you at? Sean, what do you think? What do you? Think? I would definitely be more worried about a cyber attack because, like, everything we have is like controlled by technology, like. Sean's like, oh, my high scores, everything. Elden Lost. Ring, the servers. <laughs> no, like, like the, like, subways and all that stuff, like, that, like, all, like, their, tra- like, their routes could be impacted. Mm-hmm. Like, train routes, I'm not, I mean, I think they're controlled by like, computers and stuff. And... How is that a left field? Subways. Well, I never even thought about that. Like, plane routes, like, planes would, like, lose their oh, mapping oh, and yeah. shit. Oh, Breaking Bad action right mm-hmm. there. Spoiler for Breaking Bad season three or four, maybe five, I don't know. Four. It's out. It's been out long enough. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think man is past the spoiler mark, but yeah, no. Like it would like out. like water. I don't. I saw. I saw something about this. Like some like hydro stuff is controlled by water. It could screw us up. I don't know anything about that. Oh but. yeah, we have like a whole bunch of like all of our dams and systems like yeah. that are completely electronic. Like if they shut off, the water level would rise and like like whole cities would flood. Yeah. Huh. Isn't that a nice thought? It's <laughs> terrifying. Not to mention, like, even if we just lost the ability to communicate, nothing else, we could be bombed and, like, no, no. 50 miles away, you'd have no fucking idea. Yeah. We could wow. do a little two-for-one, actually. <laughs> I think if we were bombed, people 50, some 50 Okay, maybe 50 miles away was, like, a little bit of a... I know what you a mean. A downplay, like, yeah. but like people on the, the West Coast have no idea. Pe- people who are not within earshot would not know. Or blast radius. Blast yeah. radius, earshot, same difference. Uh, one getting no wiped away and one listening to it. <laughs> well, yeah, I agree. I think the same thing as you guys, man. It'd be terrifying. Mm-hmm. Fucking terrifying. I had a question for y'all. Do you guys think we rely too heavily on technology? I think we have to. Yeah, I was gonna say no, actually. Really? I think that's where we were destined to go. We're where we are destined to be, and we're only moving forward. Yeah. You know, I think that this is where we're supposed to be. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's like, if we didn't have technology, we wouldn't have a lot of shit. No, know? not we at all. We would be nowhere close to where we are right now. 
I feel like we just have to, like, coexist with it. I mean, obviously it's not a life form, but, like... Yeah, and we, it's like, like we granted, where we are right now is not exactly a happy-go-lucky spot, you know? Yeah. But <laughs> at least we're here, you know? Mm. But it would be a lot worse without technology. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, without a doubt. Like, even the room we're in now, nothing in this room would have been made without technology. Yeah, and we would have... No idea as to the prospect of progress either, because yeah. we would be nowhere. We would be like, well, I mean, who knows where we'd end up? You know, like it could be if we didn't have technology right now and we didn't rely on it the way we do, we could be cavemen and a fucking you know. It's we like wouldn't anything. have this exactly. I mean, look how long it took us to go from like the light bulb to the telephone, yeah, and then like you know a landline to. Nuclear warfare. <laughs> <to> nuclear <laughs> warfare. But, like, I, I was just... I'm, like, the progress just quickened so exponentially. Mm-hmm. Like, technology... There's no way we'd be anywhere near where we are now without technology. Yeah. Mm. Like, yeah shout out the wheel, honestly. Shout out to the... Save the way for wheel, everything. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. The wheel. Now, I've got a bit of a... Uh, uh, hmm... Mm. Bit of an interesting one here. Oh god! Oh, oh, sir. Now, Chris, should I pose it to you or Devin first? I think it's Devin's turn. <laughs> so it should definitely be for Devin. <laughs> it's fine, Mister Gas Prices. Devin. On the topic of race, right? What do you think of racially fueled violent protests in our nation, like what occurred during the civil rights movement with the Black Panthers? And in recent memory, some events that occurred after the death of George Floyd, you know, things like that. What do you think of violent protest? Do you think that that should have been allowed or do you think it was unnecessary? What what are your opinions on that? Okay. So the best way that I can put it for my personal feelings is that I think those protests themselves were more than warranted. But I think that sometimes they got a little out of hand and the violence was a little too severe. I get trying to make your point and I get like that there was a valid reason for a protest, but at the same time, I think that sometimes we let our emotions get the best of us and we tend to go a little too far. Like even in like, you know, I hate to bring it up, but like BLM protests and things like that, there's been instances where they like burn down whole streets and that's like not just companies that they're trying to, you know, boycott or trying to protest or anything like that that's like sometimes people that are just mom and shop mom and pop shops like lose their entire family business because of it i think that protesting is something that we need in the country and it's something to get your point across but at the same time you have to like try to avoid that mob mentality see this is one of those interesting questions that a very valid argument can be made for both sides Exactly. I can. I... Because from the opposite side here, I could say to you, like, well, <laughs> the fact that it took so long for these things to be noticed shouldn't have happened either. That shouldn't have occurred either. And the fact that it took a violent action to make it noticed is bad, but at least it took that. You know, like, maybe that's why mm-hmm. it got to that level. Because people don't notice shit until there's a big story to tell. Exactly. And a bunch of people lined up on the street with signs isn't as big a story as streets burned down, you know, things like this, like drawing attention to a cause that you support that much. The fact that with race and things like that, over the years, that that is what it has taken to make it an idea that everybody considers or a 
you know, a, a way of life, I guess, that we're trying to achieve racial equity, racial equality, everything, you know, across the board. Mm -hmm. The fact that it took violence to inspire everybody to seek a life free of racism is obscene. It's obscene that it took that much. You know. So again, this is one of those questions where an argument can be made both ways. Because I agree, I don't think that, you know, it should end up with mom and pop shops being burnt to the ground, family mm. businesses destroyed, people being jobless, you know. But I also think that the fact that it takes that for it to be noticed is a crime in and of itself. Mm. Mm -hmm. Sean, I, what do you think? It all, I... I think that it sucks that it had to get violent, and I think one of the bad things about it getting violent is that it the people who like disagree with it, it sucks. Yeah, they really like <laughs> great terminology. Like, yeah, really 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 like when it gets violent, they have an even bigger reason, and now like a now in their opinion, like a valid reason to not agree with them because they're like, oh, they're not peaceful. So like, why should we like believe in them? Because they're like, they're just they're, like, they're, they're so destroying they things. they could be achieving the opposite goal. Yeah, like, they can make yeah. people who don't agree with them not agree with them even more. Yeah. Like, drive a bigger wedge in between them. And that goes back to your comment about about everybody butting heads. Yeah. You know, and it's like that there's no peaceful resolution to any of this. Exactly. People yeah. see violence and respond to violence. Yes. Mm -hmm. So. Very true. And that's, that's why it's dangerous. Issue. Like, it, like... It sucks that it had to get violent, and that's what made it so dangerous. Like, the other, like, the far right side felt that they had to intervene and get violent as well. Yeah. So. With the march on the Capitol, or whatever that Ooh, was. That oh was gosh. crazy. You really insane. can't even make that shit up. No. Yeah. That was, like... I feel as though... Oof. I feel as though there's, like, almost no correct answer yeah, no. to this question. Yeah, because, to what you just said, the argument could be made that that's what it took for the conservative opinion to be noticed. Mm hmm You know, was a was a rush on the Capitol, you know. And that's what, what sucks about this argument as a whole and this question as a whole is that a valid argument can be made for both sides. Mm -hmm. Like, it's it's one of those things where the actions themselves are not the greatest. Despicable. But, yeah. Exactly. But the fact that they had to do them to get noticed. It's like, it's one of those double negatives where both ways kind of suck. Yeah, that's for sure. Suck, yeah. Yeah, I'm just, just giving you the Sean. same shit again, Sean. <laughs> Sean's got me at a lower level. Chris, what do you think? Well, I, uh, I'm not going to use words suck, but, um, you just did. <laughs> well, I was putting it in quotes. I think it's, uh, quite <laughs> spoopy what they do, but, um, <laughs> with, like, burning down mom pop. Quite shitty, yeah. Quite shitty, if you will. Mm. But what do you suck? I, I think it's not the best, but... I feel like, honestly, like you were saying, nobody, I hate to say this, but nobody gives a shit unless there's a big story, like you said earlier, and yeah. if it's headlining on the news, a lot of people are going to read it and understand, maybe put themselves in the people who are protesting shoes, and maybe they'll be like, oh wow, they're just acting crazy, like, what, what the fuck is this, like, this country's going to shit, but... Yeah. Either or, it's getting more attention than if someone was to just post it on social media with a black screen on Instagram. And I was going <laughs> to say about that, too, even the fact that, 
that a violent act not even caused by the protest itself, but a violent act that caused a protest like the death of George Floyd. Exactly. <laughs> the fact that even it takes that to cause people to look at it more intensely. Yeah. Like it's, police brutality, you know, yeah. and racially profiling. You know, that's been going over ages. And the fact that it, it that having to happen is what drew people to post black screens on Instagram and to come up with hashtags in their bios or whatever the fuck they think they can do to stop it. That's you the know. corniest shit I've ever It doesn't seen. do anything. The only okay. thing it does is spread the word, which I guess, granted, does something. Sure. But people post it. It got to the point where people were posting it for clout. You know, They're mm -hmm. doing it because everybody else is. And that doesn't mean shit. Or it's companies posting it and just trying to be like, oh, yeah, I got to appeal to this our audience. Exactly. It's fucking, it's yeah. bullshit. Like the gay pride months and shit. How everybody gets rainbow shit. And it's like. <laughs> or Skittles. Do you really care? Or exactly. are you just doing it for the good publicity? Publicity, yeah. yeah. It just becomes all of these horrible, like I said, despicable things that happen in our country are just used for publicity. Yeah. You know? Like the death of George Floyd. Mm -hmm. That caused that whole black screen thing on Instagram. I know people that posted it and meant it. And you can see on a post if that person, you're like, they didn't really give a shit, you know. They yeah. live their lives. They have mm -hmm. everything they need. They don't care, you know. Yeah. So, yeah. It's, it's one of those things where if the only thing you're going to do for a cause is to post, like, a screenshot of something about it, don't get involved in that cause. Because you don't feel strongly enough about it. Exactly. Mind like, your business. Exactly. It's it's one of those things where if you're not willing to actually bring that issue forward, don't post about it. And then here again, the argument can be made that no publicity is bad publicity. So even these fake-ass motherfuckers posting it could generate a mindset where it's unacceptable, you know? Yeah. So there's just so many different sides to it, and I just like to hear everybody's because they think they're all valid, you know? Because nobody's out here like, oh, yeah, I'm all for racism, you know? <laughs> Nobody wants it, but we all have our different ways of expressing that, I guess. You know? True, for sure. And I, I think that they're all valid and they're all important. I mean, now, I'm not saying I'm one of those people where, like, you know, if you're wearing a Nirvana shirt, I'm going to walk up and be like, name five songs. But, you know, those people that, like, <laughs> I just, I see them post about something, and I know they have absolutely no idea what that topic actually is. Just the urge for me to, like, talk to them and be like, hey, so what's your actual opinion on this? Yeah. And then just see them flabbergasted and have no idea what I'm talking about. I'm like, then why'd you even post about it? Yeah. yeah. It's like the, pe like, it's like the people that post black screens, if you go up to them and say, like, you, if you take the thing and you say, name five black people that died from police brutality in the past year or something, you know, mm -hmm. I wouldn't even have the answer to that. You know, that's why I didn't post a fucking black screen. Mm -hmm. if people ask me about it. I'll give them my opinion. And if an opportunity arises for my opinion to matter, of course, I'll voice it. Exactly. You know, like on this podcast, people are listening. You know, I, I feel like it's not a bad place to do it, you know. Yeah, of course. But if I don't have all the information i can't make an argument for or against it exactly, exactly. you know it, it, it like me personally i wouldn't post about something that i don't have a strong opinion on or don't know all the like know enough about it to make an opinion because i don't know if like maybe my opinion will change two weeks down the road and i'll regret posting that mm -hmm. or maybe like i don't know enough about it and this is something that's actually not a good thing or it is a good thing but i can't you show anybody else it. You can't make the decision for yourself. Exactly. So why get involved? Yeah. It's like, 
a few episodes back, I think we were talking about <clears throat> abortion and how the people making decisions on what women can do with their bodies are a bunch of men, you know? Mm-hmm. And, like, how that, to a certain extent, doesn't make any fucking sense, you know? <laughs> it's like, I don't have a yeah. say, you know? I don't... It shouldn't be my choice, you know? And that's, again, it's my opinion. That is one where people have their own opinions for their own reasons, you know? But mine is that I don't think a bunch of men should be making these decisions, you no, know? I don't I mean, think that it's our place, you know? Everyone has their own... I, like, mine personally is... I'd like to be talked to about it to at least know it's an issue, but at the end of the day, it's not my issue to make a decision on. Yeah. Like, they have their own decision, but at the same time, I wouldn't like it to be like... Somebody come up to me and be like, hey, just so you know, I just got an abortion. I'd be like, oh. Well, okay. Because even if that, that was what would just, was decided, like, it was my fault in the progress at the same time, I'd like to help them through it. Yeah. Or even, like, you know, do what I can, because, you know, I don't know. I think I would at least like to be consulted on it, but at the end of the day, again, it's not my choice. I don't get to yeah. make it. Because then you have situations where, like, maybe the person is not comfortable coming up about it or saying anything about it, you know, mm-hmm. and they're, you know, I mean, they, it's not an easy thing to do, to go through, you true, know, and true. an easy thing to get done. The process is horrible, and, and, and the outcome is sad, too. So it's like, it's, maybe they're not comfortable talking about it even you know maybe they're not even barely they, maybe they just got comfortable going to get the procedure done in and of itself you know maybe they want to talk about it so True. again arguments can be made on, on on both sides there i guess i guess i never really looked at it that way no yeah. i was more looking at it as like you know it's both of our i, I don't even know how to say no i know what you yeah, i know what you're saying yeah it makes sense yeah i agree with you and it's just that you know sometimes it takes another opinion you know, to be like, well, yeah, I actually agree with that, you know, mm-hmm. or like just the open-mindedness, which I know that you have, you know, you can hear, you have the ability, the unique ability nowadays, like given what Sean said about everybody butting heads, mm-hmm. the unique ability to hear another opinion and not immediately shut it out. Yeah. I, and I feel as though if I was like, cause I'm not one for, you know, just general hookups. I feel like if I was at that point with somebody where that would be an issue, they would have known me well enough that like. I wouldn't have shut down anything they brought to me. Yeah. I would have talked to them about it. Yeah, exactly. Which is, what, in imagine, my yeah. sense, which is why I was like, I would have liked to like, be notified about it or yeah. know about it. And in your cases, I'm sure they would, you know, because it depends on the person, too. It varies from person to person, relationship to relationship, how exactly, they go, yeah. things like that. So, yeah, that's another very interesting. What do you think about that uh, topic there, Chrissy? I kind of forgot the original topic. We kind of went on a tangent. What was your topic? No, I'm talking about this topic. We all answered the last one. Yeah, I kind of... Same shit with Devin. It's kind of both your inputs, but at the end of the day, I'm not carrying the baby, so... Mm-hmm. It's, it's, up to the, it's up to them, for sure. Mm-hmm. I can voice my opinion, but at the end of the day, it's ultimately not my choice. Yeah, exactly. You know, it's... What, what can I... You know, if I can't, again, if I don't know both sides, mm-hmm. if I don't know everything about every argument, why should I have, you know, I'm not going to give my opinion. You know, I'll be here to listen if you want to talk about it, but, like, I'm not mm-hmm. in any place to make that decision myself. Exactly. And, like, I'll voice my opinion, but at the end of the day, if you have one set, I'm not going to try and convince you otherwise yeah. because you have made your mind and you would only hate me if I changed your mind and it turned out for the worse. Exactly. Yeah, I'm... And back to where it started, yeah, I'm not a, I'm not a woman. I don't feel as though I should have any say, you mm-hmm. know. And I think it's, it's not, 
it's not exactly right, you know, that a bunch of men are making these decisions for women, you know, not really. or for people that are able to have babies, you know, I, I don't think that that's a, a good thing at all, but mm -hmm. anyway, we've got one more intriguing question, then we're going to come full circle back to Shawnee Boy, because I didn't finish with you yet, Sean, we got some more <laughs> questions for you, Baba, but... What are some of the biggest environmental issues, environmental issues, we face as humans? And what could we do to fix them? Mm. Is this on a planetary level? Yes, humans. Okay. And I'll, I'll give my answer because I've already basically given it, um, I think, switching from gas cars, you know, false things that run on fossil fuels to try to make, to try to push for everything to become more electronic and electric, you know, like cars and, and machinery that causes pollution, things sure. like that. Mm -hmm. What do you think, David? What, what do you think are some of the biggest issues we face? So I think something we should really take a look at is like how much we waste. Mm. Like there is so much, like even in everyday products where it's just useless packaging that just ends up in landfills or is just like, you know, garbage that we have nothing to do with. Oh, yeah. If we like just worked on trying to make things, you know, more minimalistic or things that we can reuse, we would have a lot less waste. We could deal with pollution. We could deal with like, we have just oceans full of garbage. Like, I feel like we should at least try and find some way to cut back on it if we're not going to solve it. Yeah. Like, even those people that, like, recycle, like, I think recycling should be something that's more, like, composting should be something that we start getting into more. Like, there's so many healthy alternatives to what we're doing now, but just nobody does them, and I wish that more people would. What would what? some of those alternatives be? Like, a lot of people don't recycle. They don't reuse anything. Like, um, in my house, we'll reuse plastic bags. We'll reuse, like, glass containers. We try and buy things that have, you know, as little waste packaging as you can. Like, you know, buy things where you use the actual packaging itself as the container. Like, things yeah, like, like that. like glass Tupperware as opposed to plastic. Yeah. Exactly. Things like that. So, we cut back as much as we can. We also, like, all of our food waste goes into compost. We have a compost mm. in the backyard. Um, we do uh, homegrown things. So, we cut back on, like, buying vegetables. We do homegrown vegetables. Um, we do, like, you know, food saving, like, preserving, things like that. So, yeah. so you can cut back on as much as you use. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, oh, those are good alternatives. Yeah, those are good. And it, it's to not like negate that issue. It's not like huge things, but it's something that if you know, even a couple more people did, that's a couple more people that you know, aren't putting more and more garbage out there. And there are certain inequities that are not rectifiable. There are things like. Like, what do you do with all this waste? You know, what do you do with all the plastic bottles that are recycled? What do you do with mm -hmm. all the trash that's, you know, accumulated? You know, we got mountains of it and shit. If you burn it, it, it causes, mm -hmm. you know, bad emissions. If you bury it, that's fucking up, you know, the ground and shit. If you mm -hmm. put it in the ocean, that's fucking up ocean life. It's like, what are we, are we going to launch it off into space at this point? You know? And those are issues that, like, not somebody myself could personally solve, but... Doing something to try and help even a little bit is something that everybody can do. Yeah, like you said, with reusing things more. and, and, and mm -hmm. Like, I personally won't, I don't think, when I move out, I'm going to buy anything plastic, you know? And not because I'm trying to recycle or I'm trying to do anything, you know, fancy. I'm just... It's I, also cost-effective. Yes, it's cost-effective. <laughs> no, it, I'm like, what's... Like paper plates? What's no, so bad about saving money? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Exactly. 
Sean, what do you think is uh, one of the biggest environmental issues we face? I think it's our oceans and what we're doing to it. Like, there's a lot of um, overfishing. as like killing some mm. fish population. That's very important to sea life. Um, I know most of our oxygen that we get is from the plankton, like, at sea. Oh, wow. It's... I'm not sure what the percentage is, but I remember vividly from marine bio that, like, most of our oxygen comes from... I'm pretty sure it's, like, the plankton that sit at the top of the sea. I mm. think. Hopefully that's right. Um, I thought you just gave us the Krabby Patty formula. Let me get a check real quick. No. Yeah. <laughs> and I think it's just, like, the... What is it? Is it the Great Barrier Reef? Is that yes. The I'm pretty sure... I'm pretty sure, like, that's falling apart. Due to like pollution, what we're doing, like I think what we're doing to the ocean is ridiculous. It, it's crazy. Yeah, it oh. says here. I just checked. I just fact checked you. At least half of Earth's oxygen comes from the ocean. Mm-hmm. Scientists mm-hmm. estimate that fifty to eighty percent of the oxygen production on Earth comes from the ocean. The majority of this production is from ocean plankton, drifting plants, algae, and some bacteria that can photosynthesize. Hmm. So you are very correct there. Yeah. Wow, good fact. Good man. I didn't fucking know that shit. <laughs> Me neither. I, and I agree on it, but I think that, that fucking up our oceans is a huge issue. Yeah, yeah, like, I just, I think it's ridiculous what we're doing. Like, yeah. not only, like, save the turtles, like, I agree with that, but I think, like, it's just, like, the bigger thing, just, like, mm-hmm. to try to save the entire ocean. Because, like, we're just dumping shit into it. And just and looking like, over the other way. Overfishing. And yeah, like, mm-hmm. overfishing. Yeah. Like, obviously, like, coastal, like, countries have to fish because, like, that's, like, their, like, main, like, food source. But, like, they're doing it, like, it's, like, overpopulation is affecting the ocean. Yeah. And, like, the oil rigs, when they spill, like, the Gulf of Mexico, when, what was it, like, some, like, pipe yes. exploded and, like, killed everything. I everything. remember that. I remember, like, even still, like, the Dawn soap, like, dish soap, I'm pretty, pretty sure, like, one of the bottles still has, like, a duck being cleaned with oil off of it with the soap. <laughs> That is like, so sad. Yeah, yeah, it is. It's like, like depressing, dude. I yeah. love turtles. <laughs> Everybody that knows me knows that I love turtles. Exactly. And we, when we record the podcast, we have videos of aquariums running on the TV, and right now we're looking at a bunch of turtles. It's just <laughs> making me sad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, I, it's so crazy to me that like, um, like you brought up the Great Barrier Reef and how like it's literally being destroyed, and like people will see information about that and be like, oh, it's sad, and just you know scroll past it next point in my life but then if like something happened where it was like oh people are destroying the grand canyon or people were destroying like yellowstone park everyone would be out and be like no like you can't do that like yeah. that's that's not okay but just because we don't see it like every day or it's not something that we make money off of they don't care that it's just like being completely uprooted and yeah, destroyed and little do they know it supplies 50 to 80 percent of our ability to live mm-hmm. so out of mind out of sight Jeez, yeah, like, I didn't fucking know that until right now. Yeah. It's crazy. <laughs> Everybody that's listening, you better record that fact <laughs> in your memory, because that shit is important. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Stop bumping shit in our ocean, for real. 50 to 80% of the oxygen production on Earth comes from the ocean. Dude, save the turtles. Save the ocean, man. Honestly. Mm-hmm. Holy fuck. Good answer, like, Sean. Like, only, like, 2% of our oxygen comes from the Amazon rainforest, and that's literally the biggest forest on Earth. <laughs> <Cool>. So... <laughs> 
Shout out the ocean, though. Oh, great. Yeah. <laughs> They're really keeping us alive. Well, Chris, what do you think, my friend? What do you think is a huge environmental <laughs> issue that we face? No, I really hate to talk about gas again. Because <laughs> I was talking about the, the gas, gas prices. prices. But using way too much gas. Because, like... I know it's convenient to get two-day delivery on Amazon or whatever, but you got to think about what they do to get that from China, Japan, across the, across the planet mm-hmm. to your house in two days. They get that along with, like, two other orders, and they fly a big-ass jet yeah. all the way across to your country, and... Just how, just use a lot of gas and uh, fumes and all yeah. that, and I don't, know, I don't think it's very um, cost effective, and it pollutes the shit out of the planet. Yeah. And because you think about it, like you said, there's so many hundreds of thousands of airplanes, oh, yeah. ships at sea. Oh yeah, everything that's producing this shit. Not to mention the cars <laughs> and <laughs> motorcycles and all that. Anything that uses that's gas, what I say, the electric cars, shit, man. Yeah, electric cars. If only they were more affordable. Yeah, honestly. And I don't know electric jets. I would be electric sick, car. But I don't think I don't think that's gonna happen for a while. Just because that is a shit ton more than just four wheels driving oh, yeah. on a road. Staying no, on I just ground. you know a couple circular fans. You'll be all good. Oh yeah, a few box fans from Walmart. Clip mm-hmm. them on a cardboard box and fly across the planet. Just line them up like a jet engine and put some yeah, yeah, no, on I should pick us up for sure. I don't know. I just think that is definitely. Because gas fumes are very bad for the atmosphere. Mm-hmm. and Fossil fuels, things like that. Yeah. yeah. No, no, no. I think it's very... It's not good. It sucks, if I you will. I agree. I agree. It does Destroying our ozone layer. Oh, yeah. Now, to, to wrap up off this, you know, relatively deeper, more political tangent here, we're going to do this little twist at the end. We're going to have Sean take the computer with questions. Oh. And he gets to... Pick two questions for all of us to answer. So two across the board. Is that something? Not two per person, just two for everybody to answer. Hmm. So we'll I give see. Sean a second here to uh, to figure out some questions. Think about it. And in the meantime, I think we'll take a little bit of a pause here. All right. Yeah, we'll, we'll see you back when uh, Sean thinks of those questions. Oh, yeah. Alright, and we're back, and uh, I think Sean has those questions figured out. What are you thinking? I have them prepared. Oh, alright. Well, we got John, Devin, and I, and uh, we are... Desperately awaiting your questions. Please. Okay. John, I'm going to head over to you. What are three things that are on your bucket list? On my bucket list? Yes, three of them. Is this like a realistic or unrealistic bucket list? Realistic um, bucket list. Yeah, I'd say realistic. realistic Sean, realistic? Yeah, yeah realistic. Okay. All right. Uh, realistic bucket list is to, at some point in my life, do some sort of voice acting for something. I think that would be incredible. Um, it's going to sound corny, but to go to outer space, at least just to see what Earth looks like from space... Oh I think that would be incredible. Which I am a full believer will happen in our generation. As am I. I really think it's possible, and I really hope it happens. I might be old, but I'll still go. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> if I'm 80 and they, can, they invent that I'm on the first one out, man, 
Um, and I'd say for a third thing, to be honest, on my bucket list, the third thing would probably be to meet Mark Hamill. I think that would be incredible. Even just in person, get him to sign something yeah. like real quick, you know. I like, I like a Comic-Con signing table kind yeah. of thing. Just to meet my idol as far as the best character and voice actor alive. Character? Little character, <laughs> this little character. I think that that would be life-changing. But that's just me. It's a good list. So are we, we're all answering these questions, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. okay. I, I can go next. Yeah. So my top three things is I want to go skydiving and... I want to not like a not like a tandem. Like I want to go enough times that I can just do it by myself. Oh, like man, I want to go solo God. free diving. That's balls. Yeah, sure. big baller dip and watch mm-hmm. Um, I also really want to go like uh, what is it called? Like on a safari, like go mm-hmm. away yeah. like into the jungle and like go camping. Well, Jamal, come back. Deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that'd be <laughs> super fun. And then my last one would be I want to get my dream car and rebuild it which is a uh, Toyota Mark II JZX90 it's a foreign import car from Japan <laughs> those are my bucket list okay what nice. is not something <laughs> I want to go to Japan that's one of them that would be sick I feel like that would, I don't know that would be so cool word and shit I don't know I don't got much <laughs> on my bucket list for real um, Japan I, is crazy dude I've heard there's so much cool shit over yeah. there mm-hmm. one of my buddies is actually got deployed in Japan or not deployed but like he's on like a base in station Japan. there yeah, yeah, yeah wow yeah. and he's so chilling cool. he loves it oh, yeah, I'd love to see all the stuff down there that'd be they so have, cool they got like the too. fucking vending machines with pizza in them and stuff <laughs> yeah, yeah bro they got some crazy it's like, shit it's over like there. Blade Runner over mm-hmm. there it's it's like, yeah, they have like the perfect mix between like beautiful nature scenes and like crazy high-tech city yeah i know it's like like the casinos they have there have you seen the new one like two buildings and then the massive like pool on top of some shit like that sick as fuck dude. they do crazy stuff like that they're all about modern architecture yeah so oh yeah cool. that's for sure yeah i would definitely that's definitely on my bucket list to go to japan Specifically, yeah, sometime, man. <laughs> specifically in springtime, because that's when the cherry blossoms bloom, mm. or when they, Ooh. or they call them sakura, sakura. However you pronounce it, sakura flowers. Sakura. Yeah. Chris, you got two more things in your bucket list, there, sure. buddy. I'd want to do voice acting too. I feel like that'd be really? awesome. I don't want to copy you, but <laughs> I've always had dude. a, I've always had a knack for um, like, <laughs> fucking. Why are you laughing at the word knack? For real. But, um, I don't know, I've always, I, I don't want to toot my own horn, but I've always been kind of good at, uh, um, impersonations and shit. Yeah, so. and I feel like if you like things like gaming or, or animated I, movies I would love or to be a voice actor for someone. It's like, I, so cool. I always see those characters and then see, like, what would I do to voice it? Like, how would I voice this yeah, character, yeah. you know? I don't know, I feel like that'd be cool. And I, I honestly, I don't know about the last one. Probably just like get a get a house for sure. And <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's a realistic it's, one, yeah. It's realistic for sure. Just get a house, pay it off. That's really like number one on the bucket list. To be honest <laughs> yeah. with you. It's the most achievable one as yeah. of right now. Yeah. yeah, get a house, pay it off, and then just save up my money for something nice. Damn straight, man. Well, Sean, you got go to Japan. What are two more for you there, buddy? Mm. So, one is I go to Japan. Two would be a mix of 
like some sort of scuba diving, like deep sea diving, or like Ooh. slash swim with dolphins. Okay. Like that's just so something to do with like marine life, like swim, yeah. swim with a turtle. Like, so you sick. were into this marine biologist type shit, huh? You said you did a class on it or something? Well, I in sophomore year, we did a marine bio project, which was like the big project of sophomore year. Mm. Pretty much we got one animal uh, in, like from the ocean, and we wrote up a whole like report about it. I forget what my animal was. I had some... Fucking like, clam. <laughs> I'm not even joking. Was it actually <laughs> clam? That was mine. Oh, yours? I'd be so pissed. I had, like, like, I had some whack shark. It was, it was a... It was Sharks a, aren't whack. Anyway. <laughs> no, the, the one that I Clams got was pretty whack. whack. <laughs> Clams are fucking whack, dude. I'd write a 20-page paper on a fucking clam. <laughs> that shit was clam for sure, dude. <laughs> Um, that third one, probably at some point in my life, I want to live with financial freedom. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. Financial freedom. Like, having, like, debt-free, no worries, anything like yeah, that? Yeah, like, live debt-free, not necessarily, like, not be, like, super rich, but not have to worry. Like, I don't want to live paycheck to paycheck. You know? Facts. Like, I want to be able to... Live and not necessarily worry about like that next phone bill or next uh, internet bill. You know, I feel you for sure. Car payment, credit exactly. Card payment, like, like I want to have like a good yeah. car paid off and all that. Yeah, like rug cleaning uh, bill or something like that. <laughs> yeah, something to clean the some, rug. Something yeah. crazy just pops up. Yeah, like if over. something ever happened to your rug, you know, <laughs> like a rug that meant a lot to you, like what would happen with you know? That'd be a big payment to make, you know. Yeah, shit. Yeah. Yeah. some would say it's. You can't pay it yeah, because so it's, it's so irreplaceable. It's irreplaceable, yeah. So I would say it's from a dead family member and you can't replace it, you know, something like that. But Yeah. She got really, a second question for yeah, us? I really <laughs> hate to be the uh, the douche nozzle that spills them on that rug. Yeah, I know. I hate to be that guy. That person's going to get a lecture, <laughs> man. Jeez. The that, last... per- that person will probably never be happy again. <laughs> I'll make sure of it. <laughs> so, oh, next Personal for some reason. I, don't know. I can't really push my finger on it. But. Next the, question. Uh, Please question. fucking God. Next I will question. leave it open to whoever gets an answer the quickest so I don't put pressure on anyone. But the last question <laughs> is what do you want to be remembered for? Oh, oh my geez. goodness. The classic ending. Yes. The classic he, ending. We've been doing this one for a grippy. Picked it without any influence whatsoever. It, it, it's honestly it. just. It's like the icing on the cake of the podcast. It's the best question, yeah. Yeah, for him. Well, I said that I wanted to be... Because Chris and I have answered this before. I feel like I can get the idea that this question has been asked before. Yes, yes. (laughs) No, never. (laughs) My answer was I want to be remembered for being a good friend and someone who was helpful when people needed it and and things like that, you know. Being the person that I didn't have or that I want to be, you know, for other people. Mm -hmm. That was my answer. Mm, Yeah. Chris, what was your answer? I believe it was, like, being open to people and just keeping it real. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. And Devin, I, what's yours? Yeah, I forgot what yours was. My answer was, you know, being somebody that's always there for everybody else and not making their problems feel small and somebody that you can always go to with an issue. <laughs> like a rug. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> wow. those, those fucking <laughs> rugs, man. I want to be remembered as a guy that never spilt anything on a rug. <laughs> well, that one's out the window. Yeah, that was short-lived. Sean, what do you want to be remembered for? 
Um, probably being loyal, like never like switching up on any of my friends, and mm. like being like what I say is like final, like what I say is what I do. Yeah, like not being like true to your word. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. being like honest, being loyal and honest, probably. Good. Well, that is a great answer, Sean. That is good answers answer, all buddy. around the board yeah. tonight, gentlemen. Oh yeah, that was incredible. That was a very good one. Good conversations good one. here. Yeah, to all. And um, thank you for listening this long. <laughs> I guess it's been real. And, yeah, uh, if you're still listening, thank you. We love you. We appreciate it. Oh yeah. And we'll, uh, Sean, any uh, final words? No, just thanks for having me, guys. It was a blast. Oh, yeah, of course, Hopefully buddy. I'll come back soon. You will, my friend. You will. You will. Devin, a rug and the mics, if you will. <laughs> any final words, Devin? Uh, yeah, you know, if I'm ever allowed in here again, we'll see if I uh, come back. <laughs> I thought his final words going to be, I'm sorry about the rug. <laughs> <laughs> All right, ladies and germs and everything in between. It has been a pleasure. And we will see you all, what, next Saturday, huh? Oh, yeah. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.